0: Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue
1: Light Seltzer Variety Pack. Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. He's Dustin Hockensmith. I'm Jim Galante, And Dustin, we talked in quarter one, the news, Noah Kane has uh, entered the portal and ended up at LSU. So that kind of redefines the, the running back room a bit. Things change, and what our goal is here in this quarter number two is to get Dustin's opinion on where things are headed for each one of the individual players, and i tell you what, there's a lot to decide here. Uh, you know, what do we have? Like five different running backs involved. And you could see this ending up a lot of different ways. First of all, overview. Who's going to end up being our number one running back next year, Dusty? Where, how is this going to fall out?
0: Uh, I would be stunned if we're sitting here next year and Nick Singleton had not won the job and had a really good freshman year. That would be a surprising thing for me. Um, Just because of what you see on film, what the evaluations are of him, what his dimensions are, what I'm sure it looks like his physical testing numbers will be. But as much as anything, I mean, he just seems like a solid grounded, disciplined, hungry kid. And I think when you watch him run the ball, I think those qualities show up. And as much as you love the physical stuff, just running like you will not be denied is such a huge characteristic of a running back. Uh, And I um, I think Singleton can run through guys or around guys. I think he can run inside the tackles. I think he can do his work outside the tackles. I think you can use him in any number of ways. Um, So to me, I mean, it's been a little while since Penn State has had a three down workhorse. You know, I think probably what Miles Sanders, right, Um, that that you could legitimately say can do it all.
1: Jeremy Brown was on his way there.
0: He was on his way there. Absolutely he was there. I, I was excited to see what he was going to do in 2020 before his unfortunate um, heart situation. So I, I believe he would have been. But, and Journey Brown is, is where Journey Brown left off in the 2019 Cotton Bowl. That is my comparison for Nick Singleton. He was spiking dude's helmets off the ground because he was not going to be stopped short of the goal line. That's the way Nick Singleton runs. And so that, that visual of Journey Brown is exactly what I foresee of Nick Singleton, where he will not be denied his place in the end zone. And uh, you know, there's just no way of, of replicating that. Not everybody has that. Some guys are really, really good running backs, but some guys run it like it's the last time they're ever going to touch football. That's Nick Singleton. And it's hard for me to believe that through the winter, he's not going to work like crazy. Through the spring, the coaches aren't going to be like, whoa, you know, we thought he was good, but we didn't know he was this good. And then in the summertime, it's like, yeah, he's our best running back. You know, that's, that's how I th- expect things to progress.
1: And Penn State needs that. They need that Absolutely. next guy. It's got to be – he's got to be the successor to – the. Barkley, Miles Sanders, Journey Brown. He's got to be that next guy. But there's still several other guys in the room, Dustin. Let's take a look at each one of them. Let's start with Devin Ford. Where does he end up?
0: I'm still predicting that Devin Ford ends up in the transfer portal. I don't feel like I'm you know i about 51-49 on whether he sticks around and whether he doesn't. Um, the, the, the fact remains that he's been on campus for a few years. Um, the consistency hasn't developed, uh, his role hasn't developed and, you know, maybe behind the scenes, his relationship with Jay Wan cider is great. And maybe behind the scenes, he's super happy. And you made this point too, that, that, you know, he, the Penn state way of life, the campus, uh, life, the friendship, he's friendships he's got on the team, his relationships outside of football, maybe all this stuff keeps him around. And it's not just about football and his role. So, you know, and, and you never know there, there could be a lot more to this that is keeping Devin Ford around. There's also the element, Jim, that he just needs a year. You know, he just needs a season. You know, I mentioned Miles Sanders a minute ago. Miles Sanders is perfect proof. You know, as a freshman and sophomore, you couldn't have been sure that Miles Sanders was going to burst on the scene the way that he did, but he did because he's got that raw physical ability. Devin Ford has some raw physical ability. You know, he can do some things that no other back on the Penn State roster right now can do, but he's just got to tighten it up. He's got to run with more efficiency, in my opinion. He's got to practice better, it seems, just reading the tea leaves from James Franklin. He's got to be more consistent in the way that he goes about his his business as, as a football player. But you know what? I mean, even as a complimentary piece, you don't need that one year for Devin Ford to be a workhorse or to be the lead back or any of that. You just need Devin Ford to have one of those years where he touches it, uh, 85 times and he turns it into 600 yards or something like that. That could be enough to flash for you know, NFL people if that's what he wants uh, and, and to kind of make all this worthwhile. He, we could be looking back on Devin Ford as that poster child of like, if you just keep grinding away at it, you know, he's not, a, not everybody is, is right for the transfer portal and the transfer portal isn't right for everybody. We could be Devin Ford holding Devin Ford up as that example. All that being said, I do think he can benefit from a fresh start um and i do think there will be there will be fbs there will be power 5 schools who would love to get him that
1: fresh start and i wouldn't be totally surprised by that but i predicted he would transfer too but i predicted that a year ago the fact that he stuck it out for this year for some reason i well, don't maybe he just wants wants to be at penn state let's take a look at some of the other backs yet dustin kevon lee he uh, ended up being the main guy in 2020 we were impressed with him we said the same things about him that we said about Noah Kane the prior year he makes something out of nothing where does he end up now
0: so it's my belief that if the coaching staff wanted Kevon Lee to be their number one running back they bypassed several opportunities to do that coming out of camp you know, when Noah Kane, it was pretty clear that he he wasn't really the guy midway through the year. I mean, there are all kinds of good reasons to, to go with Kivon Lee there, and they, they didn't do that. Um, so I think that probably says something about the viewpoint of, of Kivon Lee, his present, his future, whatever. Um, he like he's got a, a, a pretty nice skill set. You know, he weighs 230 pounds. Um, he can run with a little power he's got some pretty good bursts and I felt like his burst was better this past season than it was the year before um in, in 2020 he looked more like Noah Kane where he, okay this this guy is not gonna not gonna run away from anybody he's not gonna streak through secondaries but he's gonna be good for eight 10 12 14 yard gains every so often uh this past year it looked like he was trying to be more than that and I don't think he I don't think he really is more than that. Um, when you're 230 pounds, I think you got to run with more power um, behind your pads than than he than he has done. Um, so I, I do feel like he's got a place here. Um, but in a perfect world, I think the coaching staff would love to use him. As a change of pace, and and not as his as a primary guy, I think Nick Singleton is everything you could want in a running back. If you need to run power, you need to run sweeps. He can do that. Keevon Lee can come in and provide a different look and and kind of take the load off Nick Singleton. That's how I expected to play out. I don't expect and and again, I mean, I think I've said before, week one you could very well see the veteran commodity be your starter until it's. Perfectly crystal clear in competitive situations that Nick Singleton is the best running back. Maybe you don't really feel comfortable with that coming out of camp. That's fine. I think it's going to be pretty early in the season, if not week one, that Nick, Nick Singleton is the number one running back. And I think Kevon Lee is better suited
1: to be the number two. And the good thing about running back versus quarterback is you can rotate the players in. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So you could have, earlier in our uh, show, we talked about Micah Parsons. Remember him as a freshman, not starting, but he was on the field uh, a majority of downs. I can see that with Nick Singleton. Perhaps the forgotten man in all this is Keziah Holmes, who, because of injuries and everything else, he, along with Keevon Lee, were the two running backs in, in 2020. He ended up redshirting this past year. I don't know, Dustin, was he nicked up a little bit at the start of the year, which maybe led to this? But they had like five running backs. Somebody was going to be the odd man out. And in a way, it was kind of logical him. He was still a young guy, was forced in as a freshman. Maybe this was kind of the makeup call to get that red shirt in.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point, and, and it, it makes sense that the coaching staff approached it that way. Maybe he just wasn't really ready in 2020. They had to burn his redshirt because they didn't have any other options. Um, maybe he just wasn't ready enough to really compete with those veteran guys just yet. They, they had a little bit more trust uh, from the coaching staff than, than Holmes did. But he, he really is that guy that, that you have to say, um, just because we haven't seen him doesn't mean he doesn't have ability. Um, doesn't mean that he he you know we we got to forget about him because we haven't seen him I, I think we just got to keep in mind that that i I still think that he can run he's a former four star from Florida Um he, I think he's got plenty of ability that we should probably see in 2022. Now, if, if the 22 season comes and goes, and we're still having this same conversation about Kazai Holmes, then maybe it's time to say, okay, what's taking so long? But I think just because it's been two years, one of those years was was a forced burnt red shirt. Last year, they had plenty of veterans. I would have loved to see, and I'm sure a lot of Penn State fans are, are with me on this, I would have loved to see anybody else run the ball for, for a time for this Penn state offense, but it wasn't because um, I homes, I still think you got to keep an eye on him. I, I am projecting that he's the number three behind Keevon Lee. And it's not based off anything more than, than gut feel. Uh, and the fact that um, they probably will want to uh, preserve Katron Allen's red shirt. And uh, you know, that that's just my forecast for him too.
1: And of course, part of this discussion is who stays and who goes, um, you know, Two years ago in 2020, you had Keziah Holmes have to play because of injuries and medical condition of Journey Brown. He was forced to play. Last year, especially with the transfer in of John Lovett, you had um, you know five guys, and you couldn't play five guys. He was odd man out. So now coming in this year, and I realize again, transfers – Potential transfers and injuries are always part of the equation, but if everybody comes back, Catron Allen, the other freshman run, incoming freshman running back, he might be the odd man out this year, just like Keziah Holmes was last year. Yeah, you look at um,
0: you know, the most logical odd man out. Um, and by the way, you can't play five guys, Jim, but you can have five guys for lunch. And now I'm thinking about it. Thanks a lot. Um, but Catron K- <laughs> Allen is, is the mo- <laughs> is the most logical guy to be last in the packing order. Not because he's not good, not because he's uh, he, he doesn't have an exciting future, but just because of the mix of, of players that they've already got back and what his skill set is and where that skill set might fit in. You know, again... You know, Nick Singleton being so complete, in my opinion, doesn't mean you have to force anybody in because you need a power back or you need, you know, a change of pace back. You need a, a quick guy. Because you've already got all those things in one in Nick Singleton. And what the coaching staff can do is just really look at this group, you know, truly and say, you know, who, who are our best backs? And Catron uh, Allen, I think it's going to make sense with the two running backs coming in for him, for him to redshirt this year and have that extra year of eligibility. I think he's going to be a really good player. I just don't expect to see him in 2022.
1: And again, once more, injuries, portal could throw everything we said into disarray, Dustin. All right, that is it for quarter number two. Stick around. Quarter number three, we're going to give another update on the potential for expanding the college football playoffs. And be forewarned, Salty Jim is on his way.
0: This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labat hockey, played the way mother nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hearty souls that like to play it
1: cool. This is Labatt hockey. (sighs) Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.